Hey guys, welcome back again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Has Time Adjustments. Yeah. We are here with my best friends. To the left, we got Mr. Derek Benavides. Oh, that Derek, he's crazy. It's me. <laughs> and then to our right, we got my boy. Colton McCarley. He doesn't yeah. normally talk like that. No, yeah. yeah he, oh, uh, my introduction is way better than yours. Cool. Okay. So, you know. That's okay. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, but thanks again for tuning back, guys. Um, make sure to follow us at... Um, on Twitter at halftime underscore adj halftime adjustment. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, guys. So moves. we're gonna um, we're gonna start with some news. Well, usually we start with a little bit of fantasy work. Um, how like the best players you can pick. But today we're gonna do a little bit of news. And uh, Colton, I'm gonna start out with you, man. What's the latest news today? The news starting off with me, huh? I, didn't, I wasn't ready. I, I'll do my little anchor here. In recent news, Antonio Gibson loses his starting job to Brian Robinson Jr. That's not surprising. No, it's not. The guy's a rookie, but he's already taken over Antonio Gibson's role. I don't know what it is about. Uh, who's their coach? Is it Ron Rivera? Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. Man, he just hates Gibson. It's kind of funny to watch a guy who's been so productive for them just sort of like Dude, is be it a French Ron, guy. Is it him, though? Is it Ron Rivera or is it Antonio Gibson? I don't know because I, I kind of like Antonio Gibson last year, dude. I did, too. He finished top 10 him. last year. Like, he had a top 10 finish in fantasy. He's been – I don't know. I just feel like he's trending down because of yeah. bubbles but, and all this crap that he's yeah. doing. Um, but, oof. I don't know. It's it's a guy that y'all should definitely be handcuffing. Grab Brian Robinson Jr. in every league that you have Antonio Brown in, or Antonio Gibson. Brown, what a nightmare. Uh, yeah, that's a guy y'all definitely should be targeting. So. But no, yeah, that's important news because, I mean, obviously, we, we don't want you guys to get Antonio Gibson thinking that, oh, he's going to be a starter. You know what? In worst case scenario, they'll be 50 50. Mm. Yeah, which would suck. You don't which want that. Which would suck. You know, you don't want him to be your number one, number two running back and. He's only getting 10 points, you know. Right. And he's going in, like, the fifth round. Like, he's not a low guy. No, yeah. Know? He's sliding, of course, but he's still going kind of high for what you can get. Brian, Brian Robinson's, like, a 10th round guy, ninth, so. And speaking of, uh, you know, two, two uh, positional players competing, competing for a position, we have Baker and Sam Darnold competing, which, not I mean, it's not, really, it's not, really, not really a competition really. now <laughs> because uh, – uh, what did you say, Derek? That uh, so Baker Mayfield has the starting position right now. He is over Sam Darnold as of the first week versus the Browns, and it's going to be a, a nice comeback for Baker Mayfield to uh, visit his old team. Um, but yeah, he uh, won it over Sam Darnold. Not surprising, honestly. I think Baker Mayfield is definitely the better quarterback over there in uh, with Carolina. But I mean, I think this like. I think this makes the team a little bit better, to be honest. Like, I think it makes, I think it makes uh, Christian McCaffrey better. I think it makes DJ Moore better. I think it makes Robbie Anderson better because I think Baker Mayfield is overall the more accurate and like better leader out there. Didn't um, um didn't the Browns pay oh, Baker Mayfield to beat the Browns or something like that? Something yeah, they're crazy. taking part of his salary on. So like yeah. something ridiculous like that, and they're going to pay like, him to actively fight against them to so try to beat the be Browns. No, so, I don't know. I think that's crazy. Um, I mean, I agree with you. I think he is a little bit better than Sam Darnold. We thought that he was going to be amazing with the Jets. Um, fortunately, you know, it didn't cut out as they wanted to. 
And I dude, I think Sam Darnold is not. He's trending he's not down. It. Yeah, he's he's, he, he's been trending down for a long uh, time. He even had. I mean, he had the opportunity last year. Yeah, he just he, didn't take advantage of it. Yeah, like, no, he was. He looked good. I mean, he did. He didn't have bad games. Like there was games where he like looked really good. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. He just didn't. Yeah, he didn't take a hundred percent advantage of all of the situations he was put in. Yeah, you know. agreed. But what's the next news? Um, Sean Watson. Deshaun Watson. So it was a four-game suspension, but now six, it was six-game six six suspension. Yeah, yeah. But then Roger Goodell redid, reevaluated his his situation, and it's not an eleven-game suspension. Now I want to spend a little time on this. What do you think about that? What uh, do you think of his current situation? You think eleven-game suspension suspension is okay for what happened? Or, um, I mean, for what happened, I don't really have an opinion on what happened. Just more of like. It just brings more clarity of what he, what the whole team is going to do now, and so like mm-hmm. that kind of makes Amari Cooper a little bit lower in the rankings. I mean, it drops him down. It drops him down a lot, and so it's like like he's he's now he's now going to be probably like more of a flex wide receiver option in my opinion whereas in the start of the like in the start of the season like he was probably going to be maybe like a wide receiver too or, or mm-hmm. something like that but yeah now i think he's more of like a flex or m- maybe not even a flex maybe like a like a good bench player um but yeah i think i think overall i think the news on watson is kind of it, it's it's it sucks but i mean it's it is what it is it, it, at least it's not a full year a lot of people are like a little upset about the situation, specifically oh, yeah. because they made it eleven weeks instead of around twelve. Because <laughs> guess who they play week twelve? The Houston Texans. Oh really? <laughs> wow. So people are like, okay, so you still want to make your money? He's mm. he's a he's a scumbag in your eyes, but not enough to miss out on the revenge comeback game. Wow, and interesting. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I don't know. <laughs> I I think you should have been just suspended for a year for a whole season. You know, I mean. Yeah. I we I can't say truly if what happened was true or if it's just another one of those little scandals. But I mean, it's just I feel like at the same time you can't be uh, bringing that to your team. You right. know, you're a new quarterback, a new franchise, new organization. Mm-hmm. You can't be bringing that to that team. It's gonna go down. The Browns are already like a you know eh, kind of team, ish <laughs> kind of team. So you're making it worse. But you know what? Mm-hmm. He gonna do what he gonna do. Yeah. Wait, just one last thing on this. Did y'all see the hilarious tidbit that the uh, that like national massage convention is hosted in <laughs> Cleveland this year? Of all places, oh it's in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Like, <laughs> what what timing of that to all come together? Oh. He gets traded. He probably pushed for that trade. Now knowing that, <laughs> he's like, I'm he knew it. Down over there. He's like, that's the only spot. It's Cleveland or bust. <laughs> Man, no. yeah. I mean. You know, uh, it's, it's whatever the NFL wants to regulate, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is suspended for 11 games. And I guess he'll be a good backup. I mean, He's 11 games. I mean, guy. whenever yeah, he was playing, season, yeah. he was phenomenal, you know. Like, he hasn't mm-hmm. played in two years, almost three years probably mm-hmm. now. But when he played, it was phenomenal. So, he'll be a good bench player. Just, I mean, maybe you use him, maybe not. I'm not sure. But, hey. If you want to get him, you know, just make sure you get him in the 15th. 
<laughs> Overall, I think I don't think you're drafting him this year. I think you no. If you draft him, he's a. I think it's a guy that you pick up if your quarterback goes down and you pick him up in week we'll see, nine we'll or ten. That's why I say you know pick him in your sixteen. No, your last. But then you're wasting the bench spot. Like you waste a bench spot for eleven. That's for 11 that'll, weeks. that'll be very valuable as time goes on. It'd be different if you could put a suspended player on IR, but you can't. So that suspended oh, player yeah, just yeah, takes yeah, up a position. Yeah. So those spots will be valuable, more valuable than a guy getting you zero points per game. <laughs> I guess you're right. All right, guys. Um, so we're going to move on to draft strategies. Ooh, draft um, strategies. I know a lot of players, or maybe a lot of you guys have already done your drafts. You know, there's still two more weeks till the two, two, three more weeks until NFL season actually starts. So there's also some more time for people to still. Um, have the draft parties and you know the draft mm-hmm. leagues, mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to talk about how you should draft. What's the best way you should draft? Also, depending on where you're at. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand this off to Derek. He's gonna talk about maybe your your top tier yeah picks. Sure, yeah, top tier picks. Um, well, overall, I think the top tier picks is one of the more easier places to pick from. Uh, like one, like I'm talking about one through three here. Um, because you already know who you're going to pick first round, more than likely. Um, so right now it's like John DeTaylor, yeah, right now Christian like, McCaffrey, maybe mm-hmm. like a Justin Jefferson. Yeah, kind of around there. Yeah, around that area. I mean, you kind of know where you're going to draft in like the top three. Um, I think round two is where it can, it can kind of be questionable. Um, for me, I would do wide receiver. Sorry, I would do running back in the top three in the first round. And then in the second round, I would come back and I would do receiver. Um, and the only reason why is because there's a lot more depth at receiver at two in that late late round if you're going snake. Um, and like I'm talking snake and not option here. But um, so like one through three, I think you can get a pretty reasonable running back, whether it be Austin Ackler, Christian McCaffrey, or Jonathan Taylor in whatever order. Um, you can get uh, Saquon Barkley, Kamara. Uh, yeah, you can get him. They can get them too. Maybe in the in the second round. I'll say yeah, probably, probably um, the second round. Yeah, if you're uh, lucky, they're normally going top of the second. Yeah, round. they're yeah. I've seen them go pretty high in the in the second round though. So um, that's where where I feel like you should draft a running back in the late like if you're at the end of the round, um, but. For me, I would say doing a uh, running back first and then coming back and getting a wide receiver in the first two rounds, I think that's your best, um, that's the best outcome for you whenever you're drafting. What what about a running back, running back? Say, so say you're, excuse me, say you're maybe, let's say two, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you want to go running back, running back, since you said that there are more receivers, you know, later on, there's more depth in the receiver, and so in that way, you can still get um, two elite running backs. Yeah, I mean, you could go, you could definitely do stack up on on running backs there. Um, To me, I think if you get, like, if you go for a running back in the, in the second round and the like in the higher like draft then i think uh you're more likely to be reaching for somebody um but like if like if you really want depth for sure at running back because running back is obviously like the hardest like place to stack up on and so like you really want to stack up your running backs but you also want to keep that balance of not 
reach for no, like not reaching for somebody like too early or something like that where you can come around and in the third round and grab somebody like in, like right back around so the so. best way you're saying is go for the running back if you're in the top top three spots go it, for a running back and I, then yeah. second round go for a, a top receiver so I'm, I'm not saying it's the best way I'm just saying that's the way I would do that's it that's the way you would do yeah. it I'm not, that's the way I would do it I'm not saying at all that it's probably the best way um, it might not be the best way to do it. I mean, also, um, you know, the depends who, who who's there. Yeah, obviously. You know, I have there too, I have but. drafted some leagues where people are taking like a like a lead, like uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes in the first round. So, so you got to go for it. Yeah. So it's like you got to go for you know that whoever mm-hmm. falls to you. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think you're right. It's probably the best, or mm-hmm. it's not the best, but you know, for you, it is the best. And I think overall, I think to me, it, it, I'll go running back, running back if I was, you know, in the top, in top, the top three, yeah, top three spots. That's fair. Just because to me, I think there is more depth, and the receiver spot going fourth and thirty uh, fourth, yeah. even fifth, you know. Um, That's fair. You could be pretty interchangeable there. I think you could probably get uh, a top guy um, still in the like in the second round, like one of the top running backs still, um, but. It's just like it, it depends on like who falls. No, yeah, like I said, so, it just depends. I think it's a little hard. So, like, if you're looking at the top guys, you are going to get one of those elite running backs. But if you try to target a running back in the second round, especially late, like you're saying, you'll notice that guys that are sort of like there on all major draft boards. I've done enough mock drafts to kind of see how it's falling for the most part. Mm. And you're seeing a lot of guys like the top guys to go at the top of the second round are Saquon Barkley, right. um, your Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, those guys, right? Oh, so what's Fortnite, left yeah. on the board is Fournette. Javante Williams, um, you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And those are all sort of like you're reaching, like Derek was saying. You're sort of reaching. But those top-end wide receivers you'll see in the second round, you still have guys like CeeDee Lamb, Debo Samuels, Michael Pittman, Andrew uh, Mark Andrews. Even even, uh, Devontae Adams falling. Yeah, Devontae Adams could potentially fall. So, like, yeah, if you're in that top position, I agree with Derek. It's got to be running back wide receiver to maximize your potential points because you will be reaching – and I think if you're on, obviously, if you're on the back of the second, you're on the top of the third. Yeah. So you have a much better opportunity to get like a Debo and then follow up with one of those like second yeah. tier running backs mm-hmm. rather than grabbing, reaching for a running back and hoping that Debo or CD falls to you still. Right. So I like a running back, wide receiver, running back from the top. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty accurate there. I want to, I want to give this little part to Colton because... Mm-hmm. He has the number fit the number five pick in our league, mm. and I know in the beginning, man, he was struggling left and right. <laughs> yeah, we were doing uh, we were doing mock drafts, and he just not, didn't know who to pick because you know in the middle you just like all I mean obviously your top three guys are just out the board, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the middle, you know, it's like who do you pick? Like you have Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, maybe Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, maybe if he falls, like. Like, who do you pick? Mm-hmm. So, but I think he's got it down, right? Oh, yeah. No, I feel pretty confident about this. This is a position that is now near and dear to my heart. Fifth. <laughs> mid round. Yeah, it, it's, I love it. I actually think this is the best spot to draft from this year. I love how my draft board continues to fall in that five spot. I think six is a, a spot as well. But it, I'd say four and five are really good positions because here's how I'm putting it. You have really five elite players, right? Mm-hmm. So you have... Jonathan uh, Taylor, you have Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. Those mm. are like your five guys that everybody's like, can't miss, 
Awesome. Yeah. So in those top five, I think you probably are going to see the top three, as Derek said, JT, McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson. So then you have mm-hmm. Cup and Jamar Chase. So I, I have Dalvin Cook there. Like. Yeah, you have Dalvin Cook too. Um, and I mean, there are some running backs that people would go. I have found it best to go wide receiver running back. So flip when you're in the, when you're right in the middle. Yeah, I right found in it the middle, because sure. in that middle spot, what you'll see is you can get a guy like Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup. And you'll have one of the best wide receivers in the league. And you can follow it up with one of the steal picks. So in the middle of the second round, you normally see like Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Kelsey, and Adams. So there's six guys for you. So in a 10-man league, you're guaranteed one of those guys. And three of them are running backs. You have a good shot that at the end of the round, people are going for those like running backs. And you could, on the second round, get one of the... Running backs that you're more into. I think Kamara is a steal right now in yeah. the second round. He's going to play the year. Yeah, if you're not <laughs> in, a, in a dynasty or keeper league, Kamara's a lock. Like, you take him in the second round for sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I think the only argument you could make would be you got to get extremely lucky for this to happen, though. If you can snag a guy like Joe Mixon, who is, uh, I think, going to have a better season, more, he's got a better offensive line. Hopefully, he stays, if he can stay healthy, then he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But you have to get lucky to get on the turn, get a guy very lucky. like Stefan Diggs, um, or you can reach for like a Debo Samuel. Yeah. I've tried some strategies where I reach, and I just don't like how my team get, is put together at that point. Right. I really like the strategy of uh, wide receiver, running back, running back. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, 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 a really good setup because you'll see in the fifth and sixth round, or uh, sorry, fourth and fifth uh, round, you'll see a lot of wide receivers that I think are like prospect wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a changing of the guard this year where some of those guys really take a step up as their mm-hmm. second year wideouts, such as like Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. You have a lot of guys you can grab in the fifth that will supplement as a great wide receiver too, but there aren't a lot of running backs that can pull that off in the third and fourth no, rounds. Yeah, there's not a lot of running backs. So yeah, I love, love, love that spot. If you're in six, I think it gets a little bit tougher because yeah, that's when you're right tough. outside of the top five elite players. Mm-hmm. Six, you're either reaching for Stefan Diggs or you're taking a guy like Cook who can be a little more like yeah. he's an injury risk. Or are, you, are you taking Derrick Henry? Henry you know? I, every year that guy proves me wrong, and I hope that he does it this season. Um, but I don't know. He's at the 1,500 touch mark. He's getting older. He's put a lot of wear and tear, and he has no PPR upside. Yeah. So he's not a guy that I'm targeting. I The way I draft is very risk-averse. I like to go with safe bets. I like to go with guys who guarantee production because if you miss on your first and second round picks, those are points you basically can't make up unless you're hitting ridiculously high on your sleepers. It's impossible to make them up. So right. for my early rounds, I go as safe as possible. So I'm missing Dalvin this year. I'm missing Henry this year. I'm missing McCaffrey if he falls to me this year. I'm missing uh, a lot of those guys. You know, Najee is a little low, I think. But yeah, um, yeah I think in that middle round, you got to go wide receiver, running back, running back. That's been the most success for me. Uh, personally, that's what I'd say is like the best strategy. I see a lot of people go Najee in the middle. Yeah, I don't think it's a dude. horrible pick. It's just new quarterback know. play, you know? Yeah, it's risky. Because, I, I mean, I understand why. It is a little risky, but what's riskier? Picking Najee or picking Derek Henry or, or Devin Cook? For sure, those two guys. I like Najee because he's younger. He's going to be a little safer. Yeah, see, so, so I understand why they're, yeah. they're picking Najee like midway. That's a good point. Because, so I, I'm going to steer away from Derek Henry because he was only injured one season. Yes, he's got that 1,500 touch mark. But Dalvin Cook has been hurt too many times. He's missed he's hurt too like many three, times. Uh, on average, he's missed three to four games a season, every season. He has not had a healthy season, like, ever uh, yeah. since he's been in the league. So, yeah, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. That's a guy you're fading then, is Dalvin? 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. If I was if I, if I was in the middle, yes, I wouldn't get Dalvin. Mm-hmm. But it's like 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 again, it's so hard. It's yeah. so hard because you want to get an elite running back, but you just that's because I'm I'm pretty risky myself. You know, I I, I wouldn't get Derrick Henry, but I wouldn't get Dalvin Cook. It's so weird. If if in the weirdest I, I understandable in, in the weirdest scenario, if Christian McCaffrey failed to me like at five or six, I wouldn't get him either. Okay, uh, that doesn't make any sense. See, uh, but, it, okay but just because, Henry. dude, he gets injured a lot. He does, and then and his Dalvin Cook gets injured every year. Yes, but he's missing what you like said three, four games a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is missing ten games, twelve games. Yeah, like, you're right. Nine something. In like the Dalvin Cook is hurting his thumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey is hurting his is breaking the leg. He, like, yeah, shoulder injury. His shoulder, something. you know, <clears throat> it's more a mess. I don't know. I'm just. Derrick Henry has broken both legs and he's still playing. He's still, yeah. he's still trucking people over. Yeah, I will right. say that I am at six in this year's draft, <laughs> and it is tough. Like it is probably, I think six is probably the hardest position to I draft would agree. from. Um, it 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 because you you are missing that elite guy in the beginning, like from one through five, and then you're kind of forced to reach for somebody or bank on somebody. Like not falling to you, yeah, falling. Yeah. No, yeah, no, like falling. Like, because like, somebody really likes, yeah, mixing or yeah, something, right? And so it's just like I would love to get a receiver this year in the at the sixth position because mm-hmm. that kind of determines the entire draft. Um, and then yeah, like Colton said, I think receiver in the first, and then running back, running back at, mm-hmm. in the second and third rounds. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's the best way to go there because drafting at six is just extremely difficult. It is, yeah, I agree with Derek. I think it's the toughest spot. I don't know. Actually, we think that six is rough, but imagine like seven or eight because you're not quite at the end yet. But you're not, you're not, you're still further away from those elite guys. Well, so I like, feel like I, I feel like seven is probably well, a little tougher. I feel like than six. seven and eight, you can you can reach, but it's not too much of a reach. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's okay. that much of a reach. Like it, in, like in seven, like. You're still gonna come around in the second round and get that get somebody uh, yeah. good before six hits. I don't know. So. I think I think I think six maybe six seven six seven probably. Six, seven, here. Yeah. I think maybe six is the hardest one. Yeah. But like because like I said, all those elites <laughs> are out of the board. Yeah. yeah. So you passed. So you either really reach in or someone falls to you, and then you still have to wait a good amount. Yeah. A good healthy That's true. amount. It is right? a little bit longer. So it's a little longer. So hopefully, hopefully you do get this year, man. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I hope you do terrible this year. Yeah, honestly, I hope you do. Hope you do terrible. Oh, it was the worst dress ever. Hopefully you do good. The whole time. Hope you, you know do what? good, but not as good as us. Oh, I know. Um, right. We'll see. So, <laughs> I'm gonna bring the conversation back to me for a little bit because I'm actually in the tenth spot. Yep. And you know what, dude? I love it. I think the I love the ten spot. I think the ten spot nine, nine, ten. So eight, I think those are great. Spots, so we, we, so I guess we kind of. Put seven out there already. He's saying yeah, it's it's a little better than six, but being the eight, nine, ten spot, I think being a ten spot is amazing. So both of you are going receiver, running back first, mm-hmm. which very understandable, uh, especially where you're at. But for me, I have done multiple drafts, and I have I think the best outcome for me is going running back, running back. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I agree at the end of the round that's the best round. Um, just because all a lot of the elite running backs are being taken. Right. And I usually end up with Joe Mixon, either Joe Mixon, um, Swift, Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. or, or Najee Harris. Yeah. 
Yeah. But Najee, like I said, I have I, people have been taking Najee Harris earlier, and it's kind of been making me a little mad. Uh, <laughs> but I, I I always get Joe Mixon, which is I'm totally fine with. Yeah, Joe Mixon's pretty. He's, and then he's gonna be stable this year. He's a good safe pick. And then the reason why I enjoy that that mark because once I go third and fourth, I get AJ Brown. I get an AJ Brown, a, um, a Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Mm. Uh, who's another one? Um, get DJ Moore there. DJ you know? DJ Moore. Uh, yeah. uh, stun, uh, Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Yeah. Uh, you know, you still have <laughs> your you still have your pretty good top one and top two tier receivers there. Right. Yeah. So that's why guys can dominate for you. Yeah. So, because if I if I go if I go receiver running back, yeah, I'm getting a Stephon Diggs and a Joe Mixon. Yeah. Or you know or. I actually been in a mock draft for Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase Bellamy. Yeah, at ten. Yeah, it's only one time. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I'm like, wow, you know, that was a steal. <laughs> but the thing that hurt me was um, whenever I went because I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty much going run, receiver, running back, receiver, running back. Yeah, and there's no really stealth elite running backs in the full. No, you're you're yeah. banking on Gibson falling or like. Yeah, your Cam Akers or Josh Jacobs is your running back too, which yeah, is and, so unreliable. And I, I don't mind having Cam Akers as my flex. Yeah, but I don't want him as my running back too or one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, or or one. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I mean I would never pick receiver receiver because at that point, Joe Mix, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase are probably already out. Yeah, so there's no elite and, and Cooper Cup of. and Cooper Cup are gone. Right. So the only elite uh, r- receiver there will be Diggs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I just—it's better for me to draft running back, running back, just on the depth of where I'm at. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense. I think, I think, I, mean, I think it benefits you more in whenever you're in the later, in the late later rounds, like, or I should say, whenever you're at the end of the first round to draft uh, running back, running back for sure, mm-hmm. just because. The, you, know, you run out of you run out of depth so quickly, oh, running yeah. back, and so like. You have such a long journey to go after the second round. Like you are a long way. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Well, once once the second like, round that, ends, it, yeah. and that's when they start flying off the board. Yeah, second, that, third yeah. round, they start going quick. Yeah, they're fire cell. They mode. they they seem to be almost always gone. Like most of them are always gone at the end of the like third round, at the end of the fourth round. Well, yeah, see, that's why I have to go running run back, running back. I have gone receiver, running back before, and it's turned out okay. I forget who was my second uh, running back, but um, going running back, running back has been the best. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been the best at that. If you're, you know, eight, nine, ten, I think that's probably your best strategy. To, yeah. Yeah. To go running back, running back, then receiver, receiver. So yeah. that's, yeah, I, I have a question for both of you. And I know we haven't like put this as something we're going to say, sort of on the spot, but yeah, like, um, with running back being like the most important position and one that you need to stack up the most, who's a guy that you're fading just completely out on this year when it comes to the running back? Any round, just a guy that you're like, never, I'm not touching him. He's <laughs> toxic know, who, poison. Who, who, a bunch of guys that I'm fading this year. Nick hey. Chubb. You're fading Nick Chubb? Yep. Really? really? Yeah. Huh. Why is that? Because this is offense. This is, I don't know. It's just, you don't like Jacoby Brissett at the at Yeah, the Jacoby Brissett. And I don't know <laughs> why. And I'm, I'm not going to pull out stats and be the reason why I don't like him. I just I don't know. I have a, I have a gut feeling. Your gut's telling. I have a gut feeling Chubb, he's yeah. not gonna do well. Okay. He's definitely lower in the consensus consensus rankings. Um, 
especially with the news about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can really stack the box against the guy. Yeah. yeah. So it, and Alvin Kamara, or not Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt's over there too. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to hate. No, about yeah. The situation. Kareem Hunt and Chubb, they they kind of split carries. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. the injury, Kareem Hunt yeah. was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and so that, I forgot about that too. So I don't know. I just I have a good feeling. God's telling yeah. you no. What about you? Who do you got? Ugh, well, you guys are going to hate me, but I mean, I'm fading on Dalvin Cook like I always do. Okay. Um, I don't hate that. And yeah. it's just it's just because of the I injury risk. I, I, I would try to, I would like just be fading him like all the time. Just so are you that. fading him because he's top five or be, or because it's in general? It's, be- just, it's his ADP combined with the injury risk that he has. Like he's so concerning to me every year. Like whenever I draft him every like mo- like whenever I draft him in leagues, like I'm always worried that he's gonna be so, injured. So, so would just, you would you not fade him away if he was like a high second, high third round or low, if he low was second. like in like the low second, I would snag him. But because he'll be more like your RB two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I understand, likely. and that's a great value. Yeah, man. yeah. If, that, if he falls like that, that makes sense. Because I understand, you know, he's your number one pick, your RB one, and he's. He got hurt again. Then yes, like that's that's heartbreaking. That's a heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it, but it's like those injuries that are just like kind of like like uh, like he gets scratched and he's it's, uh, yeah. They're not like the, the safe one were freak injuries, right? Like he right. rolled on a guy's dude, ankle. I know, but dude, so Dalvin has those. You're right. Those sort of like consistent that you yeah. know are going to be there, and they could flare up in any minute. But like, right? but it just like, happens with him. It's legitimate. terrible to predict. Didn't like, he yeah. break his thumb or something like that? Like it was his thumb. That remember. was Duke Johnson. I don't know why I'm thinking that was Duke uh, David Johnson. Johnson. David, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, he, was, yeah, but that wasn't. He like broke his whole hand. Like he got hit directly. It was like a broken wrist. He still playing, dude. He was still playing. Yeah. He's a monster. All right, you ready to hear mine? What is it? This should be no surprise here. It's Cheeseburger Lenny. Uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. I can't. I, I don't know why. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so out on Cheeseburger Lenny. So first of all, the dude's <laughs> overweight. He's playing at like 260. Now, I've heard he's lost some weight, which is good. But the the biggest concern to me, and I, I say this all the time, I don't care about the the running back per se. I care about the offensive line. That's what matters to mm, me. Yeah. I think you can plug in whatever running back you want in most lines, and they will have success. But I do. I don't think that that's the case. Whenever like the offensive line goes down, I don't think there's a running back that'll like jolt out ahead. Right? right. Like there's certain guys who can do it. But so obviously they lost. Uh, they lost their center. Didn't they? they lost yeah, their center, center. and his, uh, yeah, they lost him to an ACL uh, tear. So he's out for the season. Yep. Then they just lost Aaron Steiny, who is uh, one of their guards. They lost him to an ACL tear, mm-hmm. and they lost um, Alex Kappa, who was their left tackle, to free agency. Oops. So you have three holes in this offensive line. <laughs> uh, your, your time goes significantly down. you got a lot of guys who have to step up, yeah. and it's like right before the season starts. You're losing these guys like two weeks before the season, and I think they, uh, they have a tough schedule this year. They play Dallas to start, which yeah. is no joke. That defense is no joke this year. Oh, I and know. I think – off rip defense of the year. Yeah, Leonard, Leonard Fournette, dude. I think I'm seeing significant decrease this year for him. I think he's too slow, and he doesn't have the offensive line to push up anymore. He's going to get hit in the backfield, and uh, it's it's that time we're going to see a big drop off. So I am fading him. 
I wouldn't care if Josh being the fourth. I'm sticking away from the guy. Poor Lenny. He's going to have to play on the offensive uh, line. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to need Yeah, he won't have a choice. They're going to say, eat more cheeseburgers, get the 300. Wait, let's go. He's your new linebacker. He's your new star linebacker. His name is Cheeseburger Eddie now. The cheeseburger Eddie? Eddie? Yeah. What was Eddie Lacey? Well, no, like, because the movie, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah, Cheeseburger oh, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so used he, to be Eddie Lacey's name. See, but he but he was buff, though. The guy at, in the movie, he was buff. Oh, yeah. So I don't Terry know. Cruz. Yeah, Terry Cruz. Yeah, Terry Cruz. Yeah, he was jacked. Uh, well, I mean, that's a, I, I understand why you pick him. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, moving on, guys, moving on. We're going to uh, talk about our top five quarterbacks. I feel like this is a no-brainer. But we're going to yeah, we're gonna go over for you guys. And um, where should you take them to? Let's talk about where you could potentially take these guys. Oh, my God. Because that's where it can get tough. so mad, dude. That's so I, I feel like everybody <laughs> should agree with me when we, I say Josh Allen is number number uno. Oh, yeah. Number sure, uno. Yeah. yeah, he's our number And it makes me sure. so mad when people take him first and second round. That's uh, high, yeah. You know why? That's high. Uh, on average, um, Matt Stafford got... Uh, I mean, Josh Allen got six more points than uh, Stanford on average, and they're taking they're taking Josh Allen one, two, and three mm-hmm. around the area, and they're taking Stanford. I got ten, eleven, twelves. You know, it's, a six point difference. I mean, I could understand. I understand why people take Josh Allen that high, but I mean, it's it's very hard to draft a quarterback at round two for for me at least. Like, it's hard to draft quarterbacks that high in general because you're losing that position player. No, yeah, like like are you telling me that you're gonna pick Josh Allen at number one or two? And you're not taking Kamara. You're not taking Diggs. You're not taking yeah Pittman. Yeah. You know, you know, like come on now, like you're really gonna take a quarterback over. And, I mean, obviously, yes, you know, Josh Allen's going to be better than or give you more points, but you're losing more of your skill players. So the only – I'll add one caveat to this. I think if it's a six-point quarterback league where quarterbacks score six fantasy points regardless if it's a rushing or passing touchdown, yeah, then it makes sense to go quarterback because mm-hmm. that is a significant boost. Right. I did it on average, and if it, especially if non-PPR. Man, the gap is huge if it's non-PPR. Yeah. But yeah. if it's PPR, to put it, like, into perspective, uh, last year – um, Cooper Cup in a PPR league put up 439 fantasy points, which we, we can all agree he had like the most ridiculous season by a, a wide receiver besides who was it? Uh, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. So other than that, like that was it. Uh, but you have guys uh, in a six point scoring league. Josh Allen put up 463 points. Mm-hmm. So if you can get a guy in the first round like a Cup. Or a Jonathan Taylor, and then followed up in the second with an elite quarterback in those specific leagues. I think that's when it makes sense. But that's yeah. the only time I can see it making sense. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. It just, I don't know, it just frustrates me, just because like, <laughs> like why, why are we taking a quarterback in the first? You know, it frustrates you because they're not falling to you. No, no. I mean, I mean, y'all both know my my what quarterback I would take. You know, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert the Lovers, Herbert, of course. Yeah, uh, it, it, I don't know. It's just you know they they they're gonna do their own draft, and I'm gonna yeah, do my own draft. I advise from taking a quarterback that high still, but you are gonna see that top guy, Josh Allen. Someone's gonna reach for him. It's gonna be second or third round. Prepare for it. If you want him, you're gonna have to go get him. I think for me, if if Josh Allen fell to me late in the third round, I would pick him up. You think it's worth it then, I especially in like a keeper yeah. or dynasty league? Yeah, it's yeah really I would definitely it. pick him up. Just not the first. I no. understand third. I, okay, I, I understand third. You know, he was like a Patrick Mahomes when he was a rookie, uh, second year in. I understand. 
but not in the first. Yeah, there's more guys that you can get later. Do not take them in the first, Agreed. please. Agreed. Yeah. It's hard to get. Um, Big red flags if you take them in the first. It's number like, two. League. Yeah. <laughs> number two for me is uh, Herbert himself. My, my, my man crush. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think we all crush. agree here. Justin Herbert, too. Okay. Uh, his line got better and his weapons got better. I mean, you can't, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, the guy is probably going to throw for 5,000 yards this year and his touchdowns will stay around 36, 37. He's yeah. going to be great. Uh, yeah, I like Herbert this year. I like the weapons that he has for sure. Mike Williams, my guy, you know. Mm. Your guy? He's going to benefit your man crush. My man crush. That's, that's your man crush. Mike, Mike Williams, if you're listening, he'd like a signed jersey, please. Yeah, Mike Williams, please. Uh, Herbert, if Thank you're you. listening, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't need one. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, number three, let's see. If number oh, three. Hold on, hold on. Where would you take Justin Herbert? I, I said second. In, no, no, no. In the in the, in oh, the so whenever I do my mock drafts, I take um, uh, fifth. You take him fifth? I'll take him fifth. Just because. In the fifth round. Yeah, okay. just because at that point, your Mahomes, uh, Lamar's. They start coming off. They start the coming off. You know, yeah. Kyler Murray. I say uh, Kyler Murray's. I, I'm, I'm saying with the S, like there's more than one Patrick Mahomes. And. <laughs> um, you know your Joe, Bur- your Joe Burrows are leaving in the fifth, you know, yeah. fourth, you know. So that's why I usually will get him in the fifth mm-hmm. because a lot of the elite quarterbacks are being taken up. Yeah, if, if I could wait, I would, but I can't. Yeah, I think five is pretty reasonable. Uh, for, I think for number I two quarterback, I don't. I I think he'll be gone by four though. I agree. Round. If you can get him in the fifth, it's a value, but I think he's gone in the fourth in most I, leagues. And, and, and many more drafts has been 50-50. Yeah, he, he 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 goes late. He goes a pick before me, and it drives me <laughs> nuts, dude. Yeah, uh, or he'll be here. He, I'll get him. Yeah, so it, it's in the fifth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's 50-50. So I can't say that he's gonna go high. Fourth, low fifth is so expect a fourth to fifth round for Herbert, like a grade. And I think that's for my, my third guy, if we're good moving on, it's yeah. Mahomes. Mahomes. And I think he's so close to Herbert when it comes to the draft position. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he's obviously below him because his, there's a lot of change on that team right now. You, yeah. you get rid of your number one weapon. Uh, I, I, they brought back uh, Matt Nagy, who was the Bears oh, coach. Yeah. They brought him that's back right. as the quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a lot more like continuity within the coaching department, but uh, which yeah they needed that. They kept the enemy. They kept uh, their whole staff together and just added. But the, there's so many weapon changes. We'll have to see how Mahomes does in the first time in his career with massive changes like that. We've right. never seen that. He's had Kelsey without, and Hill his whole career. Yeah, without his yak player. Exactly. So <laughs> this should be fun to see. Uh, but I think he's going right around that that five as well. I, I think people. I think that's when the run starts, right? So like you take Herbert and then it's like boom, it just skyrockets and, and quarterbacks start to go off the board. Right. And I think he is so close that it's it's a one two there, like a one A one B. I'm a little bit lower on Patrick Mahomes. This year, and it's only because of the, the all the changes that are being made to the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, but I think that's going to affect him a little bit more. I mean, he's still going to be great, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, but I do think Herbert was going to be significantly better than Patrick so, Mahomes. So, who's your three? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is my three. He's oh, oh but, but, but you're saying that but, he's still a little lower. Yeah, than I, I say that he's going to be, like, I think there's going to be a bigger... The gap's a little wider. The gap's a little wider for me, yeah. Sure. Right. What about your number four then, Derek? Who's, uh... <laughs> this is where we switch up, I think. Uh, number four, I have Joe Burrow. Same. Okay. High five. Joey Burr. Joey Ice. Joey Ice. Joey Burr. The uh, Burr. His rookie year, yeah, he got injured, so it wasn't a lot of, you know, 
showing off talent. But after the next, that that second year, oh man, he balled the f out. Dude, he went to the Super Bowl. Oh, dude, he's gonna he went to the Super Bowl. And he had no business taking that team to the Super he Bowl. He had oh, my gosh. zero no. business, dude. Like no the Bengals, the Bengals <laughs> were fighting out of nowhere. <laughs> The, the Bengals were the Browns' cousins. Oh, uh, like, yeah. They hung out on the weekends when Super Bowls were happening. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but I like him. At, I, yeah. I like him. He has a lot a lot of potential. Obviously, you know, weapons are amazing. So, hey, I can't wait to see that boy play. So, I love what y'all are saying, and I completely agree. The only reason I, I have him actually outside my top five even, okay. um, because he's already starting off the year with, like, a knee injury again. His knee is, like – consistently having issues mm. so i worry about his injury concerns obviously they went and revamped the offensive line which is great but i just want to see like i want to see one really really healthy season out of him mm-hmm. and if that's the case then i'll put him on top five next year so do you have four then four i have kyler murray kyler murray, murray yeah, yeah, yeah that, i think that's a little surprising it, with with running good. backs who are not going to throw, I think we're getting to the point where like guys don't have necessarily the the accuracy of those top three mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a tier gap again like a a, a gap and Kyler Murray has the highest rushing upside yeah. without injury risk. Definitely. Uh, but he's also still an amazingly accurate quarterback. He has great weapons. They've kept James Conner. They got him Ertz. He has Marquise Brown. He has DeAndre Hopkins after week six. Mm-hmm. So I like his weapons a lot. They uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury schemes for him very well and gets guys open. So yeah. I think he could easily slot in at four mm-hmm. if he can stay healthy and you know, I've always said he kind of looks like a kid running around whenever he has the ball. Like he yeah, looks like a kid who like does. just stole a cookie and like just running, <laughs> trying not to get caught by his parents. <laughs> he literally does. <laughs> literally, that's so good. Right, yeah, literally looks like let, let's see if we have our the standard five. Well, who are we going? Where are we going to take Kyler Murray? And uh, I would take Kyler Murray. I'll say six in the sixth round because I was debating on him and my number five guy. But I had chose my number five guy just because he's been in the league longer. I would drop Joe Burrow in the fifth. For me, um, I think, yeah, like uh, him and Kyler Murray, number five is Kyler Murray for me. What are you talking mm-hmm. about, like, what, what, what pick were, like, no, yeah. at the, like, at the round? Yeah, the round. Oh, oh, down. I'm telling you, dude, f- five, I feel like at five, all elite quarterbacks are being taken up. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're gone. Yeah, they're pretty, yeah, they're so. gone pretty, pretty quick. But if he drops in five or four, like Joe Burrow or I, I don't think Joe Burrow will go in four. I think he'll go late five. Yeah, I think he'll go late five. He, Colin Murray, I think he'll go late mid five, late five. Mm-hmm. But that's where I would grab him. I yeah, grab him yeah. Five. I disagree with y'all. I am so like once those top three come off the board, mm. I'm waiting till the seventh eighth round to grab uh, to grab a quarterback oh. in general. Like okay. yeah, and I think that's where you can. Do you get, think it falls off that? that I think much. it falls okay. off that much because okay. uh, and and uh, like five six. I think those are where you get those elite wide, like the the sleeper wide receivers, the guys who you like can really take a shot at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the latest mock draft I did, um, you didn't see uh, Kyler Murray go until the seventh round. Seven. Yeah, I can see so, that. So and it's and that's where you see like that's that big gap, mm-hmm. and then it's like seven, eight, nine. That's when you see like Russell Wilson, Murray, yeah. uh, Burrow, mm-hmm. all those guys start to fall. So that's where I would take. Both Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow is the seventh, and I hope they fall. But there's so many guys after those top three go off the board that I'm fine with a, a slew of guys after that. Right. Yeah. I think the only reason why I would take him at five and six, for that matter, is because by that time I'm already done drafting my position. Pretty much, yeah. I'm just um, me too. Yeah. So like, if I if if I come if I get like a tight end at five, then perfect. Like I can get a, a quarterback at six. So especially for me. 
when I do five and six, I go quarterback, tight end. Yeah. So I already have I already have my if tight end, my receivers, player. my running back, my quarterback. I pretty much have my starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay waiting just because I think there's still a lot of value though that can be had in the, in the five and six area. You're missing guys like DK Metcalf, Darren Waller, AJ Dillon, Cortland Sutton, Dawson Knox, um, Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still a lot of talent to be had in those rounds, and this is an injury prone league. You guys take a quarterback, and you're one injury away from losing one of your key players. And you just drafted your backup wide receiver in the sixth, seventh round rather than the quarterback. So, like, you know, and I think that the the gap between grabbing a guy like Burrow and grabbing a guy like Wilson or Rodgers is not that high. But you can get a guy in the tent. You see guys how he's so safe? And I'm a safe drafter. And, I draft uh, we're safe. more risky. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more riskier. I'll take the risk. I'm yeah, risk I'm adverse. I don't want it at all. <laughs> Get it away from me. I mean, yeah, it just depends on your draft, your draft style. Yeah, but hey, I'll take the risk. I'll take. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'd still probably take QB. Like if it's a Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray at five or six. So okay. looking around five through eight, maybe take your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's for these big. guys yeah, after the top fair. three. After, yeah, yeah, after top three. Allen, Herbert, yeah, Mahomes, yeah, start looking from five to eight for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to it's hard to draft those top three guys though. It me. is it, yeah. just because you're drafting them so high. Um, you're you're missing out on still elite yeah, skill players. Yeah. yeah, so five for me. I have Kyler Murray. Um, I, I assume you do too. I have uh, Lamar. You have Lamar Jackson. I have, I have, I have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You have so, Jackson too. So, so Kyler Murray is my six. I I was back and forth with them too, but just because Lamar has been there longer, okay. I, I love their both of them rushing ability. I love how they rush uh, run the ball. I love it. I think I think Lamar has more. Lamar faster. Lamar. I think he's got. I, I think he has more athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I honestly that's the only reason why I have more Lamar or Kyler. Yeah, I he's think taller. the injury concerns because what what Kyler Murray doesn't do nice. is he doesn't take stupid hits. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's proven it. Oh my god, he takes stupid hits. He's one, and, and we've seen that with RG three. We've seen it with Vince Young. We've seen it with so many rushing quarterbacks who have said we're gonna go out there and put our body Cam Newton. I mean, the list goes on and on of guys who are one bad hit away from getting screwed. I also have him at five, but it's if he's a smart runner. Mm-hmm. If he's a dumb runner again. And he goes out there and takes big hits. I hope he no, isn't. Yeah, I right. hope they. I hope what they start doing is they start relying on these uh, running backs a little more, mm-hmm. and they start saying, "Okay, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, y'all get out there and take the hits." Lamar Jackson, do smart runs, slide, yeah, and get yeah. a little more accurate. And if he can do that, I think he could vault all the way up to quarterback one. He just has to find that balance. Yeah. And it seems like he, he doesn't have the arm talent yet. He doesn't have the accuracy. He has a. He does. Yes, he can throw yes. the ball far. But it doesn't quite have the accuracy you'd be looking for uh, for a franchise quarterback. But he does have ridiculous run upside, like so much run upside that he's basically a running back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I do really, really like um, if he can stay healthy. I think he's easily top five this year. Yeah, I can see that. I, I'm, I'm higher on Kyler Murray just because he does have that arm talent that yeah. Lamar doesn't have. Exactly. That's why I'm at four. And Same so, reason. I, yeah, I don't like Lamar as much. I have Lamar at six. Um, but he needs to prove prove it to me that he sure. can throw the ball accurately and not have. Have you seen those freaking birds that he's been throwing, dude? Like he's been throwing <laughs> birds out there. The ducks, it's like, jeez, like yeah. 
it's hard to watch that. It's like, oh my gosh, you're a professional quarterback. But, yeah. I mean, he's still good. Like, he's still an elite level talent. Like, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be a really good quarterback. Um, just he just needs that. He needs to find that balance. Like, just sure. like exactly. just like Colton. Yeah. yeah. Just like Joe Burrow and uh, Kyle Murray, I feel like five through eight spot. He might be. He honestly might be. I have seen him be taken on top five, low four. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, seen, yeah, seen him go above some of these other guys we're talking uh, about. Yeah, but yeah, I, as the fourth guy taken. Yeah, but I think he should go five to eight. Yeah, that's I'm in the same realm. All these guys are starting to get in that same spot. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I think that's pretty much it for today. We wrapped up uh, a good amount of information. Hopefully, it helps you guys. Um, the number one thing we hopefully we don't say that don't draft a quarterback in the first <laughs> round. In the first round. Um, no, but thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, again, we do have a Twitter account. It's at halftime underscore adj. Halftime adjustment. Go there if you guys want some topics you guys want us to talk about. Let us know. DM us. Um, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, give us five stars. Give us five stars. Give us five stars. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, again, appreciate for you guys tuning in, and we'll see y'all next time.